want to improve your business acumen, want to have your goals clearly defined, then you should know about Jim Rohn. Subscribe to his podcast at Jim Rohn Archive as it's time to get serious with your business. Uh, Forgive me if some of you have heard this one before, but it's a very important basic lesson. If there is only one object, one small ball in the middle of endless space, nobody knows whether it's moving. Because you can't tell whether it's approaching anything or whether it's going away from anything, because there's nothing else. So in that state of affairs, no motion exists. But if we introduce a second ball into the picture and the two either come towards each other or go away from each other, then we can say that both of them or either of them is in motion. We can't decide which is the one that's doing the moving. Because uh, it could could be one, could be the other. Now we'll put three balls into space. And we find two of them staying together and the other one going away. Now it's up to the two of them to decide whether the other one is going away from them or they are going away from the other because two is a majority in this case. And the vote always, of course, goes to the majority, the universe being basically a democratic organization. And so it goes. Now, once you've got that, you can see that motion is a form of relationship. All right, let me put it in another way. Energy is a form of relationship. Let's look at it in several other ways. You know the old question. If a tree crashes in a forest and there is nobody around to hear it, is there a noise? This question has been discussed in many futile ways. But noise, basically, is a state of affairs that requires an eardrum and an audio nervous system behind the eardrum. When the tree falls, it makes the air vibrate. If there is anywhere around an ear with the appropriate nervous system, there will be a noise. Because noise is a relationship between motion in the air and ears. If there is not any ear around, there won't be any noise, although there will be vibration in the air. And if there is some instrument around, such as a microphone attached to a tape recorder, which is a mechanical copy of a human ear, then, according to that, there will be noise. There will be a vibration. In the same way, let's suppose the sun sends out light into space. Now, the space surrounding the sun will be black darkness as if there were no light in it, 
unless a planet happens to float by. When a planet floats by, there will be light. In the darkness. But if there isn't anything to relate to the sun in that way, then comes no light. Now this goes right down to the root and ground of everything. It goes down to the essence of your nerves, of uh, your whole being. That it's all an interdependence. And that's why one of the basic symbols of the universe is the Chinese yin-yang symbol, uh, which you know is a circle with an S curve in the center. One side of the S is black, the other is white. And uh, so it makes, as it were, two commas or two fishes. And the eye of the fish is the opposite color. The white fish has a black eye, the black fish has a white eye. And these things are going like this, see? Curling in on each other. Now this thing is called a helix. And that is the fundamental form of the galaxies. The great nebulae we see out in space are doing this, curves. And this is basically to the position of sexual intercourse. This is, uh, this is lovemaking. And this is, you know, when you hold hands and, and so on. Uh, this is it. But there are two involved, and the two are secretly one. Now, this is what I really want you to understand. To get into the unitive world underneath, underlying and supporting the everyday practical world, there have to be certain alterations in one's common sense. Now, there are certain ideas, and beyond these ideas, certain feelings that are difficult to get across, not because they're intellectually complicated, not at all because of that, but because they're unfamiliar. They're strange. We haven't been brought up to accommodate them. In exactly the same way that in past times, people knew that the planets were supported in the sky because they were embedded in spheres of crystal. And if they weren't embedded in spheres of crystal, and of course you could see them because you could see through them, they would fall down on the earth. And now when astronomers finally suggested that there were no crystal spheres, people felt unbelievably insecure. They had a terrible time assimilating this idea. Now, do you see what it involves to assimilate a really new idea? You have to do quite a flip. And now, in exactly the same way, there is here what I'm trying to explain, a new idea that most people don't assimilate. And that is the idea of the total interdependence of everything in the world.